that metal interview. Hello, hello out there, everybody. Welcome to this episode of That Metal Interview podcast here on jrocksmetalzone.com. This guy needs no introduction. Two words, headbangers ball. Yes, you guessed it right. The rock metal TV show Headbangers Ball on MTV. This guy was the co-host for the show from 1990 to 1995. The iconic TV host also owned and ran the infamous Cat House in California. From 1986 to 1992, the Cat House was at the epicenter of the Hollywood rock scene. Some of the biggest bands in the world would play unannounced shows at the Cat House. Bands like Faster Pussycat, Guns N' Roses, Motorhead, Alice Cooper, Pearl Jam, Black Crows, and many, many other bands would perform at the Cat House. Rackman and the Cat House are featured in the Penelope Spheres documentary, The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2, The Metal Years. You guys need to check that out if you haven't. This guy grew up in Van Nuys, California. By the age of 16, he was singing in the band Angry Samoans. Then with the Fairlanes. In the late 80s, Rackman was the lead vocalist of the LA Metal Act Virgin. And in the 90s, he spent over a year in a band called Battery Club, which toured with The Offspring the very well-known band, The Offspring. Yep. Ragman also had a brief appearance as a waiting guest in Guns N' Roses' music video for November Rain. From August of 92 to January of 96, Ricky co-hosted the radio advice program Loveline with Dr. Drew Pinsky and Adam Carolla. Rackman also worked for World Championship Wrestling as a backstage interviewer, also co-hosted WCW Nitro, and the list goes on. So here is our exclusive interview with Ricky Rackman. Hey, Divada, J-Rock's Metal Zone here with uh, Ricky Rackman. Rick, uh, first of all, welcome to Eagle Pass. You know, how's it been so far? It was good. I got in last night. I hung out at Cooter's Bar for a while and met a bunch of people out here and just good people here. I mean, I had a good time. I, I like I like going to town and hanging out with the people in the town and uh, I had a real good time. They're treating me good here and it's fun. You know, it's a bunch of people that like rock and roll, so it's good good time so far I mean I got so many so many things that I want to you know pick your brain on but you know first and foremost I mean you are the owner the proprietor of a, of a big time place in, in, in LA and I'm tell, and I'm talking about you know the LA scene that that a lot of us guys you know I'm I'm, I'm in my 50s you know when when the, the heydays of the, the late the late mid to late 80s were, were happening talk to me a little bit about the scene and Talk to me a little bit about your club. Well, the Cat House, it's now closed. It's been closed for a while. But I have a podcast, the Cat House Hollywood Podcast, that tells all the stories 
about all the bands that played there. But not only like, you know, like our house band was kind of Guns N' Roses. That's who used to play there all the time. And all the biggest bands in the world played there. But it wasn't just the bands that played there that made the Cat House famous. It was just like the craziness and debauchery and, you know, being around in that time was so insane. So much crazy stuff happened. And we tell those stories on the podcast. So it's really fun. Now, talk to me about the, the connections between L.A. Guns and Guns N' Roses. Well, L.A. Guns and Guns N' Roses, I mean, you know, Tracy Guns started Guns N' Roses with Axel, and then they went their separate ways, so there's always that history, and even, you know, back in the early 80s, we all came from this small area of Hollywood, with Guns N' Roses, L.A. Guns, Faster Pussycat, James Addiction, we all came from that same area, so... You know, for everybody, it's just all these big bands. But for guys like me, it's kind of weird because it's all our friends just ended up becoming big rock stars. So it's kind of neat. What was Hollywood Rose? Well, that was before. That was a little bit before my time. That was just a band that Axel had going on, and I'm not even. I don't remember everybody that was in it, but it was right before the Wisconsin Roses. And you know, we all. You know, I had a I had a, a, a young man who who suffered from muscular dystrophy, and uh, he would record every episode of Headbangers Ball without commercials religiously. And uh, some of his favorite things were the interviews that you did, you know, with the, with the bands. I mean, what are what are some things that Eagle Pass people might not know that happened behind the scenes at MTV? Um, there's not. I mean, the stuff that happened in front of everybody was pretty crazy on Headbangers Ball with the Alice in Chains water park shows and all the fun times with Pantera and Ozzy and Megadeth and Slayer and you know a lot of people thought that me and Dave Mustaine from Megadeth had this huge feud but the truth is like a lot of the bands that gave me a hard time on TV were actually my friends because when you hang out with your friends you, you give each other a hard time that's what you do so a lot of them were like actually friends and it just looked like we you know had beef with each other but that was always more entertaining and, and, and the interesting thing to me was how you came about becoming a VJ uh, they had a falling out with somebody and no not really I mean they the show was doing fine but then you know I went down there and they had me fill in and do a couple little things here and there and then you know Axel called up MTV it went down with me to audition so I kind of got the gig that way so by having by having one of your friends you know yeah it doesn't hurt having you know the biggest rock star in the world make some calls for you what year was that 1989 oh my goodness man 1989 uh, talk to me about some of the other groups that that, that may, may not have been from Hollywood but that you know that you remember that, that, that were everybody I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, like groups from New York the New York State area every band in the world Every band in the world, I mean, every rock band, there's not a band that I didn't work with, you know, I mean, I remember when I just started there, you know, I just started, I'm like new, I've never interviewed somebody, and they're going, okay, you're going to go to London to interview Aerosmith, I'm like, I am, and then I'm working with ACDC, and I'm just a rock fan, I'm not a journalist, so when I'm working with all these people, it's like, I'm just, like, I was, it was a little mind-blowing, you know, but it was really fun. And some of the, some of, of, of your, uh, your favorite bands that, that maybe, you know, weren't weren't from around uh, Hollywood that you actually rub shoulders with Pantera. Uh, oh God, now it's too hard to remember because it was everybody, you know. I mean, it was just, you got to listen to the podcast. Definitely, definitely. And, and, and 
and, it, and it's called uh, Cat Ayers. Can I put some of these on the bar? Cat Outside with Podcast. Okay, Ricky Madison, it's a pleasure. Thank you, my you friend. Finally, make your acquaintance. That was our interview with the legendary Ricky Rackman. We thank Ricky for making time from his busy, busy schedule. Thank you, bro. We appreciate it here at J-Rock's Metal Zone and that metal interview podcast. And of course, thank you to our very own Adrian A.D. Ibarra. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Visit us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Pinterest, Flickr, Twitch, Periscope, Snapchat, Tumblr. Log on to jrocksmetalzone.com and, of course, to our podcast on SoundCloud, amongst other formats. And we'll see you next time on That Metal Interview Podcast. Keep it metal. That Metal Interview.